Hey man, how's it going? Uh, it's going well. Slightly chillier than the last time, but not too bad. We got some sun out here. It's uh, it's pretty good. How are you? I, I, I'm doing well. It 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 is a little chillier, but uh, but it's a super bright day. And our last podcast, in person podcast for a, for a different brand. Yep. Um, started kind of dreary with some some overcast. So. Um, the sun is uh, is is out and uh, looking great. So uh, my my back is uh, is really warm. If you're watching the video, like the sun is directly on my back. It's fantastic. Uh, the rest yeah. is a little on the cold side. <laughs> yeah. So so like my uh, left leg is, yeah. is 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 warm from that same thing, and then the rest of my body is is pretty chilly. So. Uh, so yeah, so we've got uh, we're at uh, Wessex Farm again, uh, recording uh, same shade of difference podcast, and and they open uh, in a while, but people are starting to come out and and use the farm property. So uh, I guess they had the same idea we did to yeah. start early. Yeah, I think uh, so. Last weekend, and like you said, it was a little drearier. It, it almost like rained a tiny bit when I was uh, driving down. Um, I don't know that anybody other than like the. The guy who runs the farm and some of the employees were here before they opened. But uh, yeah, this week, I mean, there's like cars coming in the parking lot all over the place. So it's. Uh, yeah, and when I went exciting. to inspect the uh, tree line, um, um, there were actually uh, hikers down uh, down the, the, ah, okay. the way. Ah, yeah. 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 So I had to look both Com- ways. Complicating so things for it, you a little it, bit. But it yeah, did. I understand. I understand. So, John, uh, one of the things we do on the Same Shade of Difference podcast is talk about. Uh, the pandemic and the number of days at home. Yes. So, so, so it's been a bit since we've had one of these episodes. It, it has because it's been um, uh, shitty lately. Um, it got too cold to even record outside. Um, so we just haven't recorded for quite a while now, I guess, um, for, for this one. But uh, Today is kind of, uh, we're real close to a milestone, Um, 360 days today. So uh, we're five days off from one year at home. Uh, The 11th will be one year. Yeah, interestingly, uh, we started a few days earlier than some other entities and companies Mm -hmm. in that uh, we had a a potential positive. We, We did. We did. It, it turned out, I think, being like strep throat or something. It, it did, yeah. The, one of the few times you're like, thank God he has strep throat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, the, everybody was on high alert that, yeah. that like, uh, the early days of the pandemic and and we're going to be near patient, uh, you know, <laughs> 100 or 1,000, yeah. but, but a really low number. Yeah, we because uh, we, we had just come back from uh, Orlando, so we were kind of already on edge and uh, – I believe I sat right next to the person uh, who came down sick the day prior at lunch. You so did, I yes. did. I was right next to him. Uh, I sat between him and good friend of the podcra- podcast, uh, Chris Forsyth. So, um, yeah, it was uh, it was a scary time <laughs> for a bit. So we we did bail a little early. I think it was the week after that a lot of other places started to. Uh, Switched to remote, and then by the week after that, pretty much everyone, I think, had said, screw going into the office. But uh, yeah, so almost almost at one year of chilling at home. Yeah, so uh, on the drive over, I listened to uh, a new podcast because um, uh, I saw on uh, Twitter that uh, one of my favorite people in the world, and also the smartest person I know, 
Doug Robinson was a, a guest on the podcast. So the podcast is the New Bureaucrat podcast. And uh, Doug is the uh, executive director of the National Association of State Chief Information Officers. Oh, okay. He's been there uh, 17 years, but prior to that, he had a uh, long run in state government as a executive leader and like I said, uh, the absolute smartest person that that I know. Um, if if uh, if there's something that you need to know, you can go to Doug, and and not only does he know it, but he's he's thought about it, and and has additional things you should consider. Oh, okay. So yeah. so it's not just he has an opinion. He. He leads. He's he's a thought leader and right. and always has been. So I listened to that on the way in, and I and I I just thought I know you and I do the podcast, and all of our millions of listeners uh, <laughs> just uh, just love to hear our voices. But uh, we do this because we 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 like each other's company and the things we talk about. But but I'm amazed at how many uh, interesting people. Uh, are on podcast and and the sorts of things that they can convey that are meaningful and and useful and and he talked a lot today about the pandemic and and how uh, governments specifically had had, uh, had were not ready had mm-hmm. failed to to kind of um, be future thinking because of all the constraints that exist. So, for example, there there have been lots of states, including Kentucky, that have got bad press on how poorly they handled unemployment uh, claims. Right. Doug made a great point. You know, when you only have when when times are good, and you only have three hundred or four hundred new unemployment claims a week in your state, it's really, really difficult to go get funding and say, we need to modernize our system. We need to rewrite right, our system. Right, That makes sense. And and so all the pressures that, uh, that government service providers uh, um, are feeling now are, are really – because because uh, we we weren't able to get the appropriate funding at the right. time we should have been planning for things, and um, I know you and I talk about that frequently on and offline, and and about how critical it is to plan ahead and not to react to things. And and uh, um, I thought that was yeah. interesting how he, how he laid that out, and and now we have critical infrastructure issues. Yeah. So is he uh, is he what what state was he in? He, um, Kentucky? he was in Kentucky. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because I mean that's a I think a particularly uh, salient point for Kentucky in particular. I'm sure plenty of other states are in the same situation, but um, the the state government budget being what it has been the past few years, um, getting funding for pretty much anything has been a struggle for a lot of places. Um, so I think, in particular, to that point, you know, places that didn't exactly see the amount of traction that would warrant funding outside of extraordinary circumstances was an even more difficult sell than it might have otherwise been. So makes a lot of sense. And um, he didn't mention the the 2008 uh, economic downturn specifically, but 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 he alluded to to that in in the meager budgets mm-hmm. uh, leading into the pandemic. And I know that that you and I both worked in. Um, in the government, uh, uh, in 2000 and we were both working in 2008 and, and, 
I left in 2016, and you left in, what, 2019? 2019, yep. But um, um, what we experienced um, from at least, I, I can't go too far in the Wayback Machine, but what I know we both experienced from 2008 on was was a reduction in budget. So yep. so that, that hit, and then the eight, the different agencies we were at, had to cut their budgets. Yeah, they, they did. In fact, uh, when I when I started working in state government uh, right after I moved to Kentucky, probably about a few months after I moved to Kentucky in uh, 2010, um, and I started working for the state, uh, they were still instituting furloughs. So, yes. um, you know, they would pick like five or six days out of the year and just nobody worked those days because you didn't get paid if you didn't work. Um I being a contractor, I wasn't not getting paid, but I had to take vacation time um, to avoid not getting paid, which was difficult when I started in uh, November and had accrued like no vacation time. So um, that was a, a tricky situation. But yeah, that continued for a while, and and even once we got to the point where you know furloughs weren't a thing as direct. I mean, any kind of um, increase in budget that might be needed you just had to assume that was never going to happen if you needed extra money for a particular project you had to figure out a way to finagle that with the money you had or where within your part of the organization you can shift funds from group a over to group b to get something done because getting additional funding was just not going to be an option yeah and about the time that that funding mechanisms should have started to to maybe recover a little bit yeah. is is when the pandemic hit yep and and that certainly has has devastated uh, um, city state and 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 even federal agencies yeah yeah I, I've seen all kinds of reporting on sort of the uh, just the the raw amount of tax dollars that you know um, governments at all levels aren't getting just because of you know, so many people losing their jobs. Nobody's going out and doing things the way they were. The, just the overall amount of spending is so down that um, it's on top of the fact that all of these same entities are spending additional funds due to all the challenges that they're seeing as a result of the pandemic. So um, that's kind of bad from both sides. They're spending more and they're going to get less. Yeah. So a good point is that the money's coming in relative to um, what's going on, the federal funds and, and things like that for assistance are, are, are all going for pandemic-specific things. Yep. So they're, they're not going to, to the basic services. And, and so those basic services that uh, citizens need are going to continue to suffer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a bad situation. Um, it'll be interesting to see how things progress. Um, Moving forward, um, I know you know a lot of people now are starting to feel better. Vaccines are starting to to get deployed and and whatnot. Though it's you know disconcerting as well to see a lot of states, at least in my opinion, jumping the gun in loosening their restrictions. Um, I know within Kentucky, within the past couple of weeks, they eased some of the restrictions, increased. Um, you know, the occupancy limits for a bunch of different types of businesses and that sort of thing. Definitely not as bad as some of the states that have just decided to eliminate their restrictions, uh, which seems, um, how do I put this delicately? Um, fucking insane. Yep. But, uh, you know, still a little, I, I get it. You know, I, I just said it's been 360 days for us. It's 
understandable that people are, are tired after a, a year of this, but um, I don't necessarily think that because there's light at the end of the tunnel is the time to just pretend like everything's normal. I, I feel like we'll have much better outcomes if we kind of just hold firm for another few months and, and continue to, you know, vaccinate as many people as possible. But um, and, and that's really what the Center for Disease Control um, has said o- over the past week is is that um, the complete lack of restrictions is yeah. is um, is the wrong solution. Yep. And we still don't know about the variants. Uh, we do know they they uh, are rapidly growing. Um, we're not sure about the ver- the veracity of of the the vaccine related to that and and all those interactions and and, and honestly, you know, science and research takes a while. So yep. while there's a lot of people working hard on those issues, um, we we should kind of not throw caution to the wind. Yep. And so um, so there's a real threat of a of a, of yet another wave. And um, we're well over 500,000 deaths uh, in the United States, which is is bigger than all the wars, uh, modern wars together in terms of loss of life. And so um, obviously uh, still grave concerns. And I know you and I continue to do the right things and 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 we try to only hang out with people that are doing the right thing. And um, and so uh, just honestly, I know. I know I'll continue that. Yeah, yeah. Same for me, for sure. Um, you know, there's there's a reason why we went for uh, you know several months without recording, um, just because we we do prefer to do it in person where possible, and that just wasn't an option with the weather and whatnot. So we just didn't do it. And you know, there's a reason that now that we're recording, we're doing it here at the West Six Farm, sitting outside <laughs> where we're not before they're be around anybody yep. before they're open. Yeah, and that's uh, when we do get the chance to hang out, that we only do it at places like. This, where we can sit outside and be far away from everybody else, um, still a lot of importance there. And I know, much like you, I'm still, you know, not that I think this one's ever going to change. My groceries still get delivered. Um, I don't go to the grocery store. I, I do curbside takeout. I won't eat in a restaurant or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, we're doing all those firm. things. Although I got to go pick mine up because I live in, in in the boonies. Yeah, yeah. No, if it's uh, let me tell you, it's real nice to have uh, options as far as who delivers your groceries. I can I got pick of the litter, not to man, brag or anything. Yeah, man. If I could get whole paycheck <laughs> delivered. Uh, uh, I'd probably be broke for sure. Well, you know, since um, we're working from home full time, uh, it's no longer really makes sense for me to to brag about my seven minute commute. So I have to find something to brag about to you about where I live. That, um, that, so groceries are the pick right now. That, man, that's an outstanding <laughs> point. Uh, I I, uh, I I think I twitched a little bit when you when you said seven minute commute. So uh, uh, yeah. Uh, my commute's never coming back. Yeah, I, 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 can, I can tell you that. I uh, I'll be retiring for the third time before I uh, I commute yeah. again. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, and I'm sure you're in the same boat. My commute now is probably about 15 seconds from the bedroom to my home office, so it's not too too bad. Um, I do usually make a, a pit stop at the kitchen to get coffee, but uh, you know, the office is like right next to it, so it's not too far out of the way. My, mine is less than five minutes because uh, mine involves getting in the car and going to McDonald's to get my Diet Coke. 
uh, I, I get it's multiple true. Diet Cokes <laughs> and bring them back, throw them in the refrigerator. And so that way I, uh, I'm fully caffeinated. For right, the day. right. So we are at the West Six Farm we and, and we uh, we didn't plan on talking about uh, all the things we just talked about, but uh, it wouldn't be us if we didn't just talk about the things we want to talk about. That's true. So, uh, um, but we are at the West Six Farm, so we are drinking West Six beer. And uh, I'm not sure this is an early morning beer, but uh, but it's tasty nonetheless. It is. it is. And honestly, I mean, I'm drinking it right after some coffee. I actually still have a bit of coffee. And uh, it's... It would probably be better if you didn't just drink coffee, but it's not bad right after that. So, yeah, it's not um, what I would typically go for for a breakfast beer, but it's not bad for – it's 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 after 11 o'clock now, so it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of brunch. Yeah, it is. It's Best like meal a, of the day. It's a brunch beer. Uh, the favorite meal, I believe, of former world-famous app developer Andrew Palumbo. Yeah, he for, lost his status. He did. He did. He's no longer on the app store. Um I guess he just made so much money he didn't care anymore. That's my guess. I, I guess with Plums Cloud. All the uh, – I think he has almost as many Plums Cloud customers as we have podcast listeners. Wow. <laughs> he's really he's really gotten big. Oh, quick. yeah. He's, he's, he's raking it in. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, all right. Good deal. So so the, the cherry tart crumble, I, I, I agree. It's um, – um, it's really good. I know we both have had it before yep. and, and, and like it. It is a good one. And uh, so uh, I grabbed a four-pack last week, and uh, it happened to be what was at the front of the beer refrigerator <laughs> this morning to uh, to bring out. And so, uh, so yeah, it's not the uh, cold brown. It's not. But um, the cold brown was, was, that was fantastic. really, really yeah. good. Yeah, you'll have to listen to the uh, – was it the second – Craft Brew Geek podcast episode. Is that it what was the, number the second. Was? One. Okay, yeah, to to hear our ravings about the uh, the cold brown, but yeah, that was a fantastic beer, especially in the morning. Yeah, I should probably ask if we can still get one of those in Lexington or not. Yeah. Uh, I know it's very seasonal and very spe- specific, and I couldn't think of the restaurant in Lexington they make it for, but it's Winchell's. So I believe uh, Winchell's is over on Southland Drive. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I've I've never been there before, but I I am familiar with yeah. That. And, and and I just remember there was a Winchell's donut shop, and that's if, if you remember me alluding to. I do, and I was I was sitting there thinking like, um, Spalding's? No, that doesn't make no. sense. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, so uh, so good stuff. So t- so today we were going to talk about uh, uh, iPads, we just were. just the hardware, and yeah. and um, you um, you came over to the Apple platform. I guess over the past few years, a little more than maybe you ever had in the past. Yeah, for sure. You you bought a your first iPad when? Um, I think that would have been like either I was trying to remember exactly when it would have been. It was after I got my iPhone, which I didn't get my iPhone until I think January of 2020. And I know I got my iPad pre-pandemic because yep. I remember leaving the office to go pick it up. Yes, you did. Um, yeah. And then I came back to the office because a bunch of us went out to get beer afterward. Um, so I didn't actually set it up until like pretty late that night. Um, so I'm thinking that was probably February of 2020 was when I got that one. So. And, and almost immediately you 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 really became – uh, enamored with it. Yeah. So, um, I previously had used, um, 
I previously used Chromebooks for a lot of random things. If I was just going to, you know, look something up online or if I'm like, you know, sitting in bed before I feel tired enough to fall asleep, I want to watch some videos or maybe read some news articles or whatever I'm going to do. I, I used to that a lot. Um, given my shift in opinion towards Google um, over the past few years, uh, I've gone to... I'm at the point where I think YouTube is the only Google property I ever use at this point. Um, I just don't feel good about them. Uh, it's a different topic for a different time. RedTube or YouTube? Uh, YouTube. All right. Um, I, I leave the RedTube action to you. All right. Um, as our former uh, boss would say. Um, and really, you know, the, the nice part about the Chromebook is just that it's it's very tablet-esque in that, you know, everything's instant, right? Like I could just close the lid. It'll sit and stand by for like a week and a half, right? Without needing to be charged. That was second I opened the lid, it's awake, the whole nine yards. Um, and I never really got good feelings from any of the Android tablets that I had just because like Android itself is just kind of janky and given the variety of devices that you get, like some of the apps just either they didn't have a tablet version or they had a tablet version, but it was made for screens of a certain size and not the one that you happen to have. And things would just like be a little gross. Um, whereas with the iPad, everything was way, way more seamless. And yeah, it pretty quickly um, like replaced my laptop for the overwhelming majority of like the personal stuff that I was doing outside of uh, programming and like, uh, you know, working on some of my websites and stuff like that. Um, first like video watching, browsing the web, reading news articles, all that stuff. I mean, the iPad just really took over. And, uh, I, I sense, I should know this, but I don't, I, I sense you, you mostly use the, um, on-screen keyboard for the first generation one yes yeah that was that was all i had um i i have a couple of bluetooth keyboards that um i never bothered to connect just because they were they were bluetooth keyboards they weren't bluetooth keyboards designed for like a tablet so i would still have to find some way to kind of like um prop it up or anything like that um so yeah the on-screen keyboard was really it uh which is why that iPad that I had was really much more a media consumption device than any kind of a like creative device. Um, I think like shit posting on Twitter uh, was about the most like creation of things that I did uh, with with that. And, and I would say my early iPads um, that was probably the same model for me for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, and until. Until kind of some things changed, I got into the the bigger iPads and 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 also the the better keyboards and things like right, that. Right, right. And and like you, I have a, a metric shit ton of keyboards laying around the house, and uh, I could have always connected them to every iPad, and I never did. Yeah, it just didn't seem uh, you know if if I was going to hammer out a blog post or if I would you know, like a coding project I was working on or whatnot. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll go grab one of my laptops and, and use that. It was just kind of uh, a bit more intuitive. Although, you know, that workflow is now also changing for me a little bit. Um, I recently decided to, uh, given the sheer amount that I used my iPad, uh, I upgraded. Um, in fact, I rushed home to get it after we recorded here last weekend. <laughs> and mercifully... Um, they 
they uh, actually delivered it to my door as opposed to the bottom of the stairs, which is um, unusual for FedEx. Um, but I, I upgraded to uh, an iPad Air. Um, and I got one of the keyboards with it as well. So um, I haven't had any good uh, blog post topics in the past week, so I haven't created a post for it yet. But uh, my current blog is on WordPress, and the WordPress app on iOS and iPadOS is pretty pretty solid. So uh, I'll be looking is to it? use okay. it. Yeah. Um, so I've actually used it. It was one of the few things I used with some of my Android tablets back in the day. Not as much for creating posts entirely. Uh, but if I didn't know when I wanted to to post something to schedule it, I would often just save them as a draft and then use like the WordPress app to go in and actually publish them, make any little changes that I needed before I hit publish, that sort of thing. Um, and it's it's that but better on on iPad OS. So I, I learned audio stuff today, and 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 now I've learned app stuff today. Yep. So it's it's a good day. So uh, as you know, I've, I traditionally use Squarespace, but uh, that uh, craft brew geek uh, website that I'm, I'm uh, on the sh- cu- on the cusp of publishing, on the, I assume <laughs> on the cusp of starting to, to think about. Yeah, um, um, I was going to do WordPress, so uh, so that's good to know. Yeah, it's it's pretty good, and there is a um, I know there there are a couple of Squarespace apps, at least for iOS. I didn't. Uh, Back when I was using Squarespace, I didn't use the iPad nearly as much, so I don't know if they've got dedicated iPad apps or not. Uh, but they had two separate ones. They had a uh, sort of like a settings and analytics app for Squarespace where you would just see things like the metrics on your visits and that sort of thing. And then they had another one that was sort of the like, I want to uh, interact with like the content on my website, maybe make new posts, that sort of thing. They were two separate apps, but uh, I, I only used, I had the analytics one on my iPhone um, if I wanted to see like how many hits we were getting or any of that sort of thing. But I've, I've not used them nearly as much as the WordPress one. So tell me about the the new iPad. Uh, it's, it's one, it's, it's super nice. Um, it's basically just a slightly smaller version, um, from like a form factor perspective as the iPad pro you currently have sitting in front of you right now. Um, exact same design and everything like that. Um, it's essentially the same, almost the exact same physical size as my previous iPad, uh, but with way more screen real estate because you don't have the same bezels on it um, that you do with the other one. It's got the same, uh, you know, power button with Touch ID on it and the whole nine yards. So you don't have the home button anymore. Um, so it's, it's the same form factor, which I really like that size personally, because I would say the majority of what I do on it is reading, be it uh, RSS feeds, be it whatever I'm throwing into my pocket account, be it Apple News. Uh, be it ebooks, read tons and tons of ebooks, um, and I do find that if I start to venture much beyond that, like eleven inch profile, um, my arms just get tired after a while from from holding the damn thing. So uh, I, I do like the size and just sort of the uh, the higher res display um, and just sort of the better use of screen real estate from what I had was nice. And then honestly, I do play you know some games with it. So that was one of the reasons i decided to upgrade um my current one or my previous one 
which I, I still have, but um, it, it would start to get a little hot after a while, depending on what I was doing. Um, so having the uh, the upgraded hardware in it is is pretty nice too. Um, it's also a bit bigger as far as storage goes. I opted for the 256 gig model. Uh, my previous iPad was 128, I think. I wasn't really butting up against the storage ever, but you know, it's always nice to have more, I guess. Because I think the other size, I think the previous size was just, it's like 64 straight to 256. And I was like, eh, 64, I don't know about that. I could, I could see eating that up pretty quick. So I'll- Yeah, I'll 64 is pretty small. Yeah. So, so technically yours is the iPad Air 3, right? Uh, I honestly don't recall the version number. It's, it's the latest one. Yeah, though, right? it's the one that they released last fall. Yeah, so that is the iPad Air um, um, three. It looks like, and um, to me, so so I'm an iPad Pro guy, mm-hmm. but to me, today, given the the pros that exist. The iPad Air is what most people ought to buy all day, every day, instead of the Pro, until we see what they're going to do with that that Rev, because yeah. it has it has all the functionality. Um, I think in in some cases, with with some small exceptions, it it has uh, the same horsepower um, as as the Pro models. Yeah, yeah, it's basically almost exactly the same, just a little bit smaller. Um, which, you know, depending on your need, I could see that going one way or another. But yeah, I, I know I've been hearing rumors of an event in the near future where they're expecting some uh, announcements for a new iPad Pro to come along. But yeah, I know um, our uh, our friend who doesn't really like beer, Brandy, um, she bought an iPad Air, I guess, late last year. Um, and she really liked it. Um, and I, I know how much she enjoys it because uh, I periodically send her an iMessage. And the frequency with which she replies um, is pretty good. And she um, is still, for whatever reason, trapped in uh, the the seventh level of hell where you use Android on your phone. Um, so I know she can't reply from her phone, which means she's either on her MacBook Pro that's a personal device, so she's not on it like during the day when she's working, or she's replying from her iPad, so she seems to use the iPad. Uh, yeah, and I just bit. don't know why somebody that has a... Uh, a Mac and an iPad wouldn't wouldn't live the iPhone life. As yeah, well. I mean that that really ties it all together, and uh, they just work so well. That, that, when you've got all three, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just one more piece, and it's like the easiest one. You know, the the one easiest to sell somebody on is the phone, as opposed to the other two. I, I move from device to device. And and have the same services across them, so I could be using my MacBook Pro, yep. move to my iPad Pro, move to my phone, and and any combination thereof, and and still continue all the things. Well, I should say, I can continue most of the things. I do need to uh, join Apple One and 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 get some enhanced storage because the uh, <laughs> the video we recorded of last week's podcast put me over the edge, yeah. and so now nothing is backing up and nothing is uh, is moving across my devices, and I'm just being uh, uh, ornery at this particular moment. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I did end up. Uh, I I don't. I, it might have been after our last recording. Uh, I did opt to uh, subscribe to Apple One myself, um, mainly because I was already paying for. Apple Music, and uh, I just had the five gigs of iCloud storage, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm at the point I 
I, I really don't need the Dropbox storage. It would make more sense if I'm already going to pay for Apple Music to just swap to Apple One, keep all my stuff in iCloud, and then I get some of the extra bonuses from uh, from Apple One to begin with. So uh, that was a pretty pretty easy sell for me on that one. Yeah, I think uh, so. I know we have a uh, an iPad app episode planned, and. Uh, I know we talked about this and we said we were going to do it and it'd be painful, but we're probably going to have another what we subscribe to episode <laughs> or or trilogy yeah. possibly. Yeah. And um, and so uh, I'm hopeful to uh, to get my crap together before then and uh, and figure out if I'm going to do the Apple One, I'm going to have to do the Monster Plan because because right. that's the storage I already need. And, um, and so we'll see, but I, I'm, I'm between a rock and a hard place now. So the likelihood that I subscribe to that this weekend and do the 30 day trial and then just keep paying is, is, is highly probable. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's been good. And just, you know, if you're living on Apple devices, like we do, it it just kind of, you know, it does seem to make a bit of sense. So have uh, have you had the new one long enough to, to see anything about the battery life compared to, to your last one? Um, you know, I've I've had it for exactly a week now. Um, I haven't really put it through its paces to to get a good vibe for it. Um, I did use it a decent bit throughout the past week, and uh, I charged it. I, I charged it to full on the day that I got it, and then I charged it for the very first time. It was at like thirty five percent yesterday evening. So I, I did go for basically the week before i needed to charge it but really it was mostly just um maybe like an hour or two a day on it um with with some videos but mostly reading um which you know isn't isn't exactly too tough on the battery so i'm off to get a better vibe for that but just from that i mean going for a week using it the way that i i I needed to at the time and not having to charge it was was pretty good yeah i'm I'm, i've been a big fan of 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 all the iPads, the Pros are obviously bigger and uh, a little thicker than than yours, and so there's a lot of battery built right. in. This one is um, two years old, um, so this one um, I would have bought, uh, I guess, in um, 2019. Oh yeah, because last year's was kind of like an incremental upgrade. So yep. you didn't you didn't opt for that's right. Yeah. I didn't get that. So um, so yeah. So uh, actually, it looks to me like it was uh, 2018. So it was oh, at the okay. end of 2018. So um, so yeah. So and then I had the original one. So so I am a, an original iPad owner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I shared via a tweet a while back. That uh, uh, there there used to be uh, uh, this really cool conference. Um, I'm gonna get it wrong, but it's computers, freedom, and privacy. I'm pretty sure that's the name of it, and uh, it went on for about 25 years and kind of has stopped now. But uh, uh, I went to one of I, I went to several of them, but the one I went to in San Jose at San Jose State University in uh, 2010 was right after the iPad was uh, released. So I I uh, was already an Apple fanboy, 
uh, had every iPhone. I have since not missed an iPhone. So I've, <laughs> I've had a new iPhone every year. I've never kept an iPhone yeah. for two years. And um, so I've never missed a model. Now I have missed lots of iPads because the iPad is not that thing that you need to upgrade every right. year. Uh, but I did have the first one and I went to this conference and there were only two of us at the whole conference that I saw anyway that had an iPad. And and the other one is uh, uh, a famous and super smart guy, Mike Godwin. Um, there is a thing called Godwin's Law if you want to Google that or get Chris to Google that for you. But um, uh, Mike is, is famous, infamous, and uh, uh, an all-around crazy smart guy. And uh, so I happened to be in the uh, uh, one of his sessions, and he was presenting with his iPad, and I was online with my iPad, and there was a woman sitting beside me who I happened to follow on um, Twitter because she is uh, kind of a preeminent uh, intellectual property technology uh, lawyer, mm-hmm. and I actually had had found out about her through something related to this conference, and um, and so she happened to be sitting beside me, and she tweeted uh, like something like, "The dude next to me has an iPad. I'm so jealous." <laughs> and and it it Twitter wasn't huge, in right? It, like it is today, and so that like came through my feed as we're sitting there, Mike and watching Mike <laughs> Godwin, and so I just like put my iPad over in front of her and she had a strange look for a second and she looked down and then she started, <laughs> she started laughing. So, uh, so, uh, that was, that was kind of, that was kind of cool. That was, uh, uh, we had a colleague this week that was talking about himself in, in third person. Right. That was, that was kind of one of those third person, uh, visual moments for me, but, uh, but it was super cool. And, um, and so I remember ordering it the day it was available, and it took forever to get to me. And I used it on the plane, and like everybody on the flight out to <laughs> California was looking at me like, uh, you know, who is this guy? Right? What is that thing? And and I certainly got asked, is that an iPad and and stuff like that. So uh, so they were all the rage early on, and um, I, I just think they're a terrific tool. I I am. Um, I go back and forth. So a lot of the people I follow, so uh, uh, Mac Power users, uh, um, one of the one of the hosts there, uh, David Sparks, um, he lives the dual iPad lifestyle, and uh, and so he has a couple of iPads, and and he talks about how he uses them in conjunction with each other, and uh, I've always thought that would work for me in a number of circumstances, including today. You'll notice I didn't drag my yeah. laptop out here. Um, if I'd had two iPads, I'd have had two, and I might have had one with a browser open and one running our remote control camera up there. Right. Um, so uh, I can see a lot of function there, and so I am uh, I'm waiting on the iPad. Like you, I use this all the time. Mine's bigger. It's the 12.9, and it can be a burden right. from a size standpoint. And so I keep saying, well, the next time it comes out, I'm going to get the smaller one mm-hmm. and have a big one and a smaller one. And then there's a rumor of, you know, like a supersized one. And I'm like, 
Oh, dog. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to get the supersized one. If if they roll out a 15-inch or a 16-inch iPad Pro, shit, I'm all in. But you may as well just have all three. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. do them all, whatever. Yeah, Jenny, Jenny has caused the, called this my television for years Yeah, um, because I had the first-generation Pro as well. So there's there's no reason not to not to go big. Now, none of the rumors suggest that. They, they suggest uh, kind of what happened with yours is is – Keeping the screen size, making them making them slimmer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so we'll we'll see. But uh, I, I think I think they're both a great creativity uh, and consumption. So so I, I use mine all the time. I, I did upgrade to the 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 magic keyboard mm-hmm. case sort of thing, and uh, I had the one that you got uh, on this iPad and Pro and on the previous one and was super nice uh in fact i had had one of them uh replaced because i i wore it out yeah and um just wear and tear and stuff so um so yeah i I mean i i think they're 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 great usability sorts of things as well yeah i uh so i didn't i didn't opt to go and and spend the extra money i think it's like an extra so a hundred bucks extra for the magic that it's, that one, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's a pretty big uplift. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't I didn't quite opt for that, given that I haven't done the uh, the iPad keyboard before. Um, so I kind of figured, you know, I'll go for the slightly cheaper one, and um, depending on how that ends up fitting into my workflow, then maybe in the future upgrade or you know if I get a if I opt for the Pro at some point in the future, go with it for that, but. Um, I really wanted to see what it would be like to, uh, you know, really start using the iPad for more of that kind of stuff, that sort of creation. Because um, really, it's it's so rare that I want to, like, bother breaking out the laptop for things. Um, I know I'm I'm not quite the same as you, but there have even been a couple instances that, like, Work, for example, where, you know, I've, I've taken time off, but I still wanted to have like a, a meeting with my team, for example, like um, around the holidays was like that, where a few of my, the guys who uh, work on my team had been off and then I was going to be off right when they came back. And I was like, you know, I don't like there being that um, kind of gap with no contact. And I have some things I'd like to give them to work on, like while I'm out so I'll go ahead and just have my meeting, and I'm like, I don't even want to bother like breaking out the laptop. Like I'm just gonna sit on the couch with the iPad, and I'll I'll do the call, you know. And um, it really works great for a lot of those workflows. Um, obviously, staying on top of email or anything shorter like that, it's always been really good. Um, you know, Signal chats that Plums is not part of. Um, I do find that the uh, Signal's a little buggy, but that'll that'll be a topic for another day. Um, when we cover the iPad apps, but uh, yeah, it really for for most of what I do, it seems to integrate well. Kind of the the one thing that I would struggle for it to be like a good laptop replacement is really some of the uh, coding stuff that I do. Um, but that being said, I usually have at least a couple of different like virtual servers out there on the internet that I use for both work and personal projects. Um, I used them for years with my Chromebooks before you could do like Linux VMs on a Chromebook. And of course, there's a million like SSH apps for the iPad, right? So you can still just SSH to a server and do all the same shit that you would otherwise. And obviously having a, a full-size keyboard just only helps with that. So um, I, I'm really curious um, now that I have it over the next you know, year, how does that change kind of my, my personal workflow? Um, I, I think it'll be interesting, but I can definitely see it really being the device that, you know, I can 
be at my desk and hammer out a blog post and then just take the same device and read for a while on the couch. And it, it really, really starts to be a tough sell on why would I buy like another laptop, you know, for my personal stuff if I have this iPad that works so well. Well, and, and so the uh, the Magic Keyboard has, has a trackpad on yep. it like laptops do and they support uh, um, iPad support an external mouse now. Yep. Uh, I've I've not tried that. Um, I have tried the trackpad. It it works fine. I I don't actually use it on this keyboard uh, very often. Uh, if anything, I use the the pencil. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, but it's there if I want to use it, and I can certainly see some application, especially for example the uh, if I if I uh, create my website on WordPress, I could see using the the trackpad. Um, as, as well. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it really, uh, and, and when you look at the, the, your laptop or your, your iPad, um, your iPad has, uh, um, really speeds just like some of the, the comparable Windows and Mac laptops yep. till you get to, into the higher end gaming or, or pro laptops. So. Yeah, you, you really do. If you look at like, um, obviously I've, I've got my, uh, a tiny little uh, Linux laptop that I've got in front of me here that uh, I usually take when I'm, I'm going out places just because it's, you know, tiny and easy to carry around. But uh, I mean, the performance of it is like trash compared to the, the, uh, my iPad. Now it's not like a high-end laptop by any stretch, but I think to your point, if you go on any on any site, you go to like Best Buy, for example, and you start looking at mid-range laptops. If you look at like a $500 laptop, it's going to be shit compared to that iPad. And if you start to look at laptops that are in the same price range as the iPad that I got, so about like 700 bucks they're still way worse. You really have to be looking at like 900 to $1,000 laptops to even be coming close to the level of performance that you get out of that iPad. So, Yep, absolutely. You know, it is a tough sell to say like, well, I'm going to have both devices and have them be comparable if there's not really like as much of a point to that. Um, I am glad that you mentioned about the, um, uh, the, the external mice though because I knew that that keyboard had the trackpad. Uh, but I wasn't even thinking about the external mice because I'm, uh, as you know, I'm a trackball guy, right? Yep. And so uh, the, my my device of choice uh, for the past couple of years now uh, has been the Logitech MX Ergo. So it's a really nice ergonomic trackball, all sorts of different great options for like uh, customizing the angle of the tilt and that sort of thing. Really helped me with some wrist pain that I, uh, I was having. And... Uh, Along with the normal um, Logitech like unified USB receiver, it has Bluetooth support as well. Uh, so that's definitely a workflow I need to try is connect that with Bluetooth to the iPad with the keyboard and then just, you know, I, I would almost guess for a lot of things um, at that point, it would be basically the same as like using my laptop, really. Yeah, I think so. And, um, and so, um, um, I think there might be some some opportunities for me to do that, but uh, but it, they just haven't presented themselves yet. So so um, we're getting a low battery notice. I'm not sure if it's our video camera or my monitoring device here. So <laughs> so if you saw us move on uh, uh, on on the screen, then uh, um, I'm going to take the chance that that 
the monitoring device, my iPad Pro, was not fully charged when I showed up here yeah. today, and it's not my phone that is drained. But, <laughs> Fingers uh, crossed. <laughs> but but we'll figure out. Yeah, we'll uh, see. <laughs> it's it still says it's recording, so okay. uh, so Let's we'll uh, we'll see where this takes us. <laughs> um, so I would not I would not go back to the keyboard case that that you have. However. The upside to the keyboard case that you have is that you don't ever have to take the case off mm-hmm. and you can flip it around and it was super convenient. And I literally never took that off. And and so I used it for work and then I used it for consumption. And then at night laying in bed, I used it for reading and, and I never had to change any of that. And, and so the real big negative to this is is this is you have all sorts of of movement right. but but if you want to read this in bed or or in your chair or on your couch you probably don't want to keep the keyboard there yeah. in front of you it does come off with magnets so it just pops off very easily but you do have to take it off and then put it back on so it's created a, a completely new nightly workflow for me and and the way I charge it too. Yeah. Um, not not problems, not an issue, but completely different. So so the the keyboard that that you had and I had for most of my my iPad Pro life um, really is a more versatile keyboard. And so if it if it meets most people's needs, it it is uh, it's a better value proposition and it's more functional. Yeah, although I think, um, at least from my perspective too, I think it depends a bit on kind of the amount of use you end up giving it to. So I've, I've, uh, like I said, I haven't done like a, a big blog post or anything yet. So I'll be curious what that feels like. But I have used it a decent bit just uh, while you know browsing the web, staying on top of some of my feeds, using it more like a laptop, and then you know sending messages and some some chats and posting on Twitter and things like that. And it's it's not a bad typing experience but it's not nearly as good as like what what you've got that's really basically the same as you get on like a macbook for example yeah it's very Um, close yeah yeah so it's you know i think your mileage is going to be better if you're typing a lot with that one it it just kind of really depends on uh i think like i said on that use case but i i also do uh you know, pride myself on being uh, a quick typist, so maybe some other people's experience. Un- quick uh... under- is understatement <laughs> of the year. Fastest typist I know. Yeah, a little, little, little 120 words a minute never hurt anybody. It's, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, and I, uh, I have a really bad habit of, of um, not realizing my my microphone is unmuted while on work calls, and my my work from home setup has like a. A speakerphone that literally sits on top of the keyboard tray. So um, I'm usually typing with like a mechanical keyboard directly into the microphone, much to the chagrin of everyone else on the meeting. <laughs> but I, I it think, happens. I think when we onboard a new person, they're like, they want to call bullshit. You can actually <laughs> type that quickly because it, it just sounds like a machine gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, that's uh, that's that's honestly what uh, what happens when you're like um, when you're like 12 years old 
and you get your very first uh, like family computer and you live out in the boonies and the internet's not really a thing so you don't have the internet but you want to use the computer because it's cool and so uh, you just spend hours and hours on uh, Mavis Beacon teaches typing that was the, the software that came on the computer and so I spent many many hours going through typing lessons because I thought the computer was cool yeah and, um, probably one of the most beneficial things I've ever done in my life yeah it 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 definitely has uh, for what you do for a living exactly has, has, exactly. Uh, has yeah. been a good fit. Yeah. So John, in in case our uh, our it, it's our camera that's running out of battery, why don't we uh, maybe uh, start to wind down? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I, I think the farm's going to open up in a little bit, so it'll give us kind of a perfect timing to get cleaned up and then uh, get some beers. So. Yeah, win, win. I, I, I could use another beer. I could. I'm 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 about out. So I, I am as well. So so where can people find you online? Yeah, uh, people can find me online at unusually dot pink, uh, former home of the uh, unusually pink podcast. I uh, kept the site though when uh, Brandy and I decided to stop doing the podcast. I kept all the old blog posts and I still post some stuff there regularly. So um, check that out and. Uh, Maybe the next post I write there will be done with the iPad keyboard. Um, the about section on there also has um, a blurb about me and then links to a bunch of other places where I have profiles online, some of my other websites, some of that cool stuff. So, uh, yeah, give me give me a look. How about you? Where can people find you online? Good deal. Well, we're, we're still trying to get that Craft Brew Geek uh, website up. Uh, you're um, you're going to run out of mileage for uh, blaming Chris because you had to work on his website. So yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm, saying. I'm wondering how long we can run this <laughs> but but now that i know that there is a very functional uh wordpress uh app then uh maybe i'll uh, get my butt in gear well let me let me preface this um it's functional from my perspective of like um i'm creating like posts on it right uh, i have not really checked out if i can like what I can do as far as like designing this site from it. So I don't, don't, don't quote me on that one. That might be no, a different now, experience. Now, now I yeah. would, I would design it via the browser. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And just, uh, r- really my requirements would be text and yep. Uh, pictures. Yep. 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 Yeah. So there's a, there's, the editor on it's still great for like, I want to make a new post, text, pictures, videos, embedding shit, like all that works really well. Yeah. I, and, and I'm sure you can do that from the app, but I'm, I'm too old school that I'm not going to use an app to, to do that. That yeah. would, that would hurt me. Yeah. No, I, I feel that. I feel that for sure. It's, so, uh, so yeah. So, Craft Brew Geek on 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 all the socials, and uh, if you happen to go to craftbrewgeek.com, it'll it'll take you to one of the socials. So, uh, so uh, it's good. And and then uh, there is a Craft Brew Geek podcast up now. I was just gonna say you should go check out the uh, Craft Brew Geek YouTube with the podcast episodes. And, going and up so there. yeah, so there's uh, one one episode up there, uh, a second one soon. And, uh, and so we, we hope to continue to, uh, to do that and, uh, and we'll see, uh, we'll see when that Joe Rogan money starts rolling in. Yeah. You know, I think, um, if we want the Joe Rogan money on the craft brew geek one, when we have special guests, like we did for that first episode, not to like call anyone out, but I think maybe there's some people who need like better audio. Yeah, probably so. There, there was there's some really bad audio from from some people on that first episode. It's it's almost like they don't care. Yeah, right? Like they just, you know, go into it half cocked and, you know, just wing it really. Yeah. So it's it's a little disrespectful, I think, but you know, 
Sometimes when you have famous people on, you you just kind of have yeah, to go. You just with have it. to suck it up. Yeah, for so sure. it's understandable. All right, good seeing you again, man. <laughs> yeah, good to see you. Let's uh, go get a beer. Yeah, let's get a beer.